Front Page MMA brings you the Front Page Podcast, featuring Ross, Matt, and Kali. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Front Page Podcast. It's a massive milestone for us, episode 10. Joined today, as, as always, by Matt and Collie. Hello everyone. Hello Ross. Shower down mic inside. We got the old band Hello back together. Legions of listeners. Legions upon legions of listeners. So... Yeah. It's been a long time since the last one. We've had uh, four pay-per-views and countless fight nights. It's been a difficult 10th album. Yeah, has that. Um, so I think for easiest place to start is on the event that just happened there. Yeah. There was an event. <laughs> it's somewhat of an event. I do not recall an event. I think it was fine. It was fine, yeah. In the well, end it was fine. Yeah, it's one of those cars that looks absolute dismal on paper, but then performs quite well. Yeah, I mean, well, you can't argue with the prelims, can you? Knockout after knockout. Yeah, and then Mirab came and ruined everything. Yeah. Well, typical Dagestani. Oh, he's Georgian, isn't he? Yes, <laughs> Georgian. That's actually <laughs> racist. No, 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 it's not. They're all from the caucus. <laughs> I'm not going to say that as to current climate. <laughs> to be quite careful. Um, so obviously Cynthia Calvillo beat Jessica in the main event. Uh, looked not without too much bother. Did, did yeah, it wasn't it? much of an event, really, was it? The fight, the main nah. event. So, the biggest, yeah. The biggest talking point was Jessica missing weight. That was kind of the main thing about that fight. Yeah, and the, the, it was kind of a bit controversial, wasn't it? Because people were saying that she was actually three or four pounds overweight, and she was pinching the towel. Um. Yeah, it was, no, Cal- was Calvillo that said that. Apparently they got a text from the uh, ice coaches saying she was like four pounds over, or three pounds over, I think it was. Yeah, and also Jojo um, Calderwood said that she saw, she heard that she was four pounds over and they had a little spat on Twitter about it. Yeah, so it, it takes a lot to, like Calderwood doesn't really argue with anyone. No. So it takes something special. But I think, I've, I don't know if I've known, even with all these people like um, Masvidal and Connor and Khabib and all those people that have got so many people that hate them. I don't know if I've known anyone as hated as Jessica I. Everybody hates her. I actually feel quite bad for her. It's making me feel sympathetic. Only because so many people are against her. It's like you feel like someone's got to defend her. But you know, she hasn't got anything to, to defend, really. She, the amount of things she's said in the past about, you know, I think it's just lazy if you miss weight or it means you don't care and all that. And, and then she's, you know, she does the same thing. I think it's sort I of think, a number of things. Go call it. I think the main problem with her... Uh... Ish is proper annoying. Like, <laughs> let's let's not beat around the bush. She's just proper annoying. I think it's a number of things, like from the wearing the like the bulletproof vest uh, before the Shevchenko fight, and then the whole chanting, the here we go evil. Uh, yeah. A lot of things. It's just too corny. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't mind her in honesty. Like I think she's a good fighter, but she's just so corny. Can't handle it. Too much yeah. for Chesney. <laughs> well, I don't think um, I don't think she's gained many fans this weekend. To be nah, honest, no, definitely not. But Calvillo, um, anyway, that kind of must put her at the top of the the straw weight. Yeah, no, is it straw weight? Yeah, straw weight. No, yeah, yeah, no. See that that just shows weight. how. It was fly weight. 
flyweight. Yeah. So she's um, the problem with that. The flyweight division is just as shallow as the bantamweight division is. You know, the champions are so far ahead of everyone else. It's unreal. I think the best thing for like all the female uh, divisions is for Shevchenko and Nath to just retire and let some less skilled opponents hold the titles. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know how old they are exactly, but I mean, those two could just keep their belts as long as they wanted them. I mean, they don't even have to, probably don't have to do a full camp and they'll still come away with the belt afterwards. I do want to see Nunez Shevchenko again, even though Dana White's not a fan of the idea. Yeah, it's difficult because obviously Nunez can fight 20 pounds heavier than Shevchenko does, so... Mm. It's a you know, when it's one twenty-five versus one forty-five. I know Nunes is normally a one thirty-five, but you know, I don't know how well Shevchenko would do at one forty-five, for example. So she's obviously a, a much bigger person. Well, it's safe to assume. It would happen at bantamweight, obviously. Um, well, yeah, yeah. And a lot of folks think Shevchenko won the second fight. I don't know about the first. Yeah, they do. Quite strongly about the second fight, so a lot of people want to see that again. I don't know why Dana saw against it. I think uh, Shevchenko is probably better than she was then as well. Yeah, definitely. But then, you know, probably so is Amanda. Yeah, but aye. But I mean, I do, I kind of, I think overall I prefer Shevchenko. I think she's just on another level in terms of martial arts ability and skill. I think she's amazing. Is she a spy? Oh, well, probably. I mean, she's probably the head of the Russian International Spy Organization. Probably one of my favourite sort of MMA nutcase opinions. Shevchenko is a trained like spy to infiltrate the USA. Yeah, even though she lives in Peru, because you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an odd one. Yeah. I don't know if she's ever been invited to the White House. Maybe she's waiting for that champions invite that um, Colby got. Yeah, uh, possibly. But that kind of sums up how interesting the main event was that it turned into Shevchenko spy talk. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the co-main event that the madman that's Marvin Vittori actually got in the got in the cage eventually. Yeah, I mean, I was I was very pleased that he won. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, he looked alright. Yeah, to be fair, someone who was six pounds heavier than him at the weigh-in. <laughs> he is still convinced though that uh, he's the real middleweight champion because he got a split decision against Adesanya. <laughs> well, you know, you got to believe in yourself. Yeah, where but do you think I, I he mean, stands? Oh, what, sorry. Where do you think he stands now? Like, do you give him a top opponent or somewhat of a top opponent next? No, I, I think so. I'd like to see him kind of against maybe a rematch against um, Carlos Junior, Antonio Carlos Junior, or maybe like um, Jocko. Yeah, I saw someone, that's say, a nice fight. someone said Tavares on Twitter. Yeah, not a bad fight either. But somewhere in that like ten to fifteen bracket, I think. Yeah. Is uh, it kind of in a similar situation to like Sugar? Just that kind of he needs a ten to fifteen, and then get him in the rankings properly, and then you know, then a couple of wins, and he's close. But I mean, I don't know if he's ever going to be good enough to get a title shot. He was getting an awful lot of sort of criticism for saying that he was he took a kind of autistic approach to his training, but. I don't think that's something that you should really get that much hassle for. I mean, poor choice of words, but you know what he meant. He was just laser focused on his routine and his sort of training regimen. I don't, I don't think he meant yeah. anything bad by it. Well, you can give him a bit of leeway over you know the language barrier and stuff as well, can't you? I guess. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that's kind I mean, of. He lives in America, but you know, he's um, 
Yeah, I see what he means. You know, that with the same sort of thing as you do. You, I see that he's what he means, and he didn't mean to offend anybody necessarily. Yeah, definitely not. Um, um, but you know, I think he's got a long way until he gets to Adesanya levels of talking crap in the media. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, but I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever see them fight again because I'm not sure that he'll get to that level. Yeah, I'm doubtful, no. but it depends. We've not really seen properly how good he actually is. So over the next few fights, we'll he's actually elite or not. I mean, you get to that sort of top seven or eight in the middleweight division, and it's an absolute shark tank. Definitely. I'm just looking at the top eight. I'm literally just looking at it now. And is, I don't think Vittori's going to be anyone in the top ten. Maybe. You know, what have we got? Hermanson, number nine or something like that. Eight or nine. You wouldn't beat him. I don't, know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's a, he's a top-level fighter. He's like he's a top in the middleweight division level, probably. So, you know. Giving Brad Tavares, that'll be a good fight. Who about Edmund Shabazzian? I mean, I know, I know he's, 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 fight, yeah, he's fighting Brunson, but like... Yeah. How do you reckon that goes? I reckon Shabazz Young would win. Call him an again, boy. <laughs> but, um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him fight Shabazz Young. It would be a good one. It would be a good one for Edmund on the way up. Definitely. Oh, you're Raya Hall. You're Raya Hall sitting at number 10. Give me Raya Hall. Yeah, you'd probably win that. Yeah, I like that one actually. Give, mm. give uh, Vittorio at your Raya Hall. As long as he doesn't catch one of those incredible knockout kicks. Yeah, and his locker, I know. We had uh, Andre Feely, he was the next kind of fight down the card. He beat uh, Charles Jordan. He said that he's kind of sick of being seen as an ordinary UFC fighter. And he, wants, he wants a big name opponent next to kind of push him. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on that? He is kind of ordinary. He is quite, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I can't really say much more than that. I mean, he is kind of, I don't know if he's, we give him a top fighter, you know, fair enough that he wants them and, you know, great determination and ambition and everything, but he'd probably lose. I mean, I saw one of one of our followers on Twitter recommend that uh, they give him Jeremy Stevens, but I think that's a kind of a murder waiting to happen. On which side? <laughs> In favour of Jeremy Stevens. Really? Yeah. I don't know, hmm. I think Jeremy Stevens has passed it, no. I think he's passed it, but he's probably still knocked Feely's head off. I, do, I, I like Feely, don't get me wrong, but I just think, I don't know, I don't know if he's ready for like the top end of the division. Yeah, no. well, I suppose he's, he's, uh, he's getting on a bit, isn't he? He's nearly 30. Yeah. He's not like he's a prospect anymore. So. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Give him a go. It'll be a good fight either way. Definitely. I mean, it's... Or at least action-packed anyway. I do. However long it lasted. I'd like to see him do well, but uh, I don't see him ever kind of competing with the top end. I think he'll be a kind of top ten, top fifteen fighter, kind of yeah. for eternity. Is that. he one of the? Um, is he one of the city kickboxing guys or not? I don't think so. Uh, is that Shane Faber? Oh yeah, I got him mixed up with someone else. Never mind. Um, but yeah, he's with Faber, and I kind of. Yeah, I like his nickname. No, not many people do. <laughs> no, it's I definitely like it. it's a top five nickname for me. It's definitely up there. Yeah. Um, it's Belter in there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's gonna go. I mean, we're looking at. I mean, if we say it. I said it with the middleweight. Featherweight is another division just full of killers. Divisions are quite good. I, to be fair, kind of across the board. There's a lot of kind of 
divisions are quite stacked in general at the moment. I think. Yeah, definitely from from at least one eighty five down to one thirty five. So. Yeah, definitely. You know, completely chock full of people who could win the title on any given day. Uh, well, just kind of flying through the cards, I kind of got into other stuff. Uh, Mirab, he looked really good over the Combate. Uh, how do you say that, champ? Gustavo Lopez called out oh, yeah, Sean O'Malley. Combate Americas, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I like um, I like them because I like um, I like Campbell McLaren. He's really really active on Twitter and yeah. you know, part of the MMA Twitter community. I like him because he followed me, so that was it made me happy. He, yeah, he gained my favour. <laughs> Not when he followed you, forget that. But when he followed me, <laughs> but he's um, yeah, he's a he's a good a good guy, and it's quite um, it was interesting to see when he announced it or when they announced that Lopez was going to be fighting, and he put on Twitter he put on Twitter that he's still under contract with us, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's a weird situation. I thought about getting um, Campbell McLean on the podcast, can reach out and see if he's into it, see if see if he's up for it. I reckon that's a good shout, you know. It's not even just that. I mean, we can talk about the fact that you know he was at UFC one, and you know he wants to like one of his greatest wishes is to get rid of weight cuts, weight um, classes. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to see what his thoughts about you about MMA and what it should be versus what it is now, and you know what it was like to go to those events back in the nineties and stuff. Yeah, I'll definitely, in fact, I'll definitely do that, actually. I don't know why I've not up to this point, but I'll see if he's up for coming on, having a chat. I mean, also, combat is massive. It gets bigger viewers' numbers in America than Bellator does. By yeah, did they not... Um, and even, it even beats some of the lower fight night cards for numbers. Did they not put on um, Alberto Del Rio versus Ortiz recently? Did that happen again? Did that end up happening? Um, that did happen, yeah. Um, maybe the less said, the better. But they, um, they ended up making it like a no result or something and then they reversed it again and made it a, an Ortiz win again so I don't really know Great. what's going on but it didn't seem to make much of a dent in the MMA world when that happened to be honest no I mean the fact that it completely flew under my radar you know? <laughs> um, yeah, considering it was like last year as well <laughs> exactly so back to sort of Mirab we called it Sean O'Malley what do you think of that I like it. Yeah. I like it as well. I think that'll be a good a good challenge for O'Malley. I'm not sure that'll be easy at all. I can't, I think it's a pick him. I don't fancy O'Malley in terms of the matchup, stylistically. Yeah. Yeah, I think um we could see him lose his out on that one. I might be biased though because I've kind of loved Mirab since I saw him on uh, looking for a fight. And I kind of love anyone coming out of Sarah Longo anyway. Yeah, true. Yeah, they they're a good a good bunch. But yeah. also, um, I think O'Malley's been kind of... He's turned into a bit of a tit, if I'm honest. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. I think he's trying to go since, for the sort of Suhudo blueprint. Just... Well, maybe he needs to fill in the, the niche since Suhudo retired. I mean, did you see the picture he put on? Uh, I don't know if it's Instagram or Twitter, but he'd photoshopped himself into the champ in the rankings. I, I did. I did <laughs> see that. Yeah. A long way away from that, that's for certain. Yeah, I think most... Most of those top guys would see him, when see you, him off. When you beat an Eddie Island and proclaim yourself the champ in 2020, it's not really... A Wineland win doesn't really carry the same kind of importance as it did back in the day. No, it's not quite the same as finishing off Sandhagen in a round, is it? <laughs> exactly. 
Um, so if you keep going down the card, that's us kind of down to the the first three fights and the, the early prelims, and we've got the knockout, 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 one after the other. So Julia Avila was the last one of the three knockouts. They beat Gina Mazzani in like twenty seconds or something like that. Yeah, it was pretty, you know, pretty full on. She's got quite, you know, she looked powerful. Yeah, what's the, I'm not going to see what's next to her. She did kind of steamroll. It was, like, it was a complete sort of, it's one of those ones where I think when the opponent felt the power, I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm Give out. Up a little bit, yeah. yeah. But she came into it quite late, didn't she? As far as I remember, into the fight. Oh, yeah. I think... I'm not sure actually, to be honest. But uh, Tyson Nam uh, knocked out Adeshev. That's that's probably my favourite of the three. The, the yeah, she was fights. supposed to fight um, Carol Rosa back on the original Overeem Harris card, and it was cancelled. Oh right, okay. Um, so I rearranged the fight against Mazzani, but it was kind of you know it's below a level really. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. You could pick and choose anyone in that sort of top five to fifteen. And she gives me a good fight, wouldn't she? So, yeah, definitely. She looks scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we had Tyson Nam at catchweight fighting um, Adeshev, Zaruk Adeshev. I think if I think you say that. Um, yeah, yeah that's, that was the best knockout by far. Steam, he like flattened him. I was kind of surprised that it happened so fast. That one, I'll be honest. Thirty-two. I seconds. don't know why. I just thought it would go a little bit longer. I mean. But yeah, I was happy to see it. It was good, and I like Tyson Nam. I like Tyson Nam as well. I think if if we're going to try and talk about Adeshev, uh, we need like Hank Stillman. He'd probably give us his life story. <laughs> Hank Stillman oh, knows like yeah. everything about Adeshev. Um, yeah, well, let's um, yeah, you probably know where he was born and everything. <laughs> Who's what time? Well. What hospital? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the first fight in the card was uh, Christian Aguilera, who defeated. Uh, Anthony Ivy, cue the Christina Aguilera jokes. Well, yeah, I mean, honestly, I can I'll be honest, I did double take when I saw that Christina Aguilera was being added to the card. I think everyone kind of did, to like, be honest. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on there, and then obviously I just read it. <laughs> but yeah, I'd not heard of him, and obviously, uh, you know, good for him. Yeah, they were both making a debut, both uh, Anthony Ivy and Aguilera in that event. Uh, Ivy was obviously... See, it was a weird one for Ivy, because on like, last week's event, he was meant to fight Gerald Mearshart because of a like coronavirus positive test, but then it all turned out to be like fine, and then he was off the card again. So it was good that they gave him a second chance, but still... Didn't really wonder work out how it well. would have been if it was the original plan? If anything, you'd expect it to be better, like the way it turned out, because they got an extra week of like preparation and training instead of just being chucked in against Mearshart the week previous. Yeah, it's kind of um, people still kind of I don't know. Do people think he was the favourite? Ivy, I mean. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> no. I, I wouldn't say so. I mean, I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not sure I know much about either of them. I don't either. I just know Ivy was like a regional champion for. A while, but it's not really turned out too well. Um, well, that's kind of UFC on Vegas too. So next week, yeah, this well, you know, maybe we won't talk about that one ever again. Yeah, let's just brush that. It's not one that will go down in in history, but it was fine. It was like a, I said on a on a on a thing on Twitter that it was like a C plus kind of card in the end. It kept us in going. In terms of yeah, yeah. Well. The the card coming up this Saturday is far far better on paper anyway. There's some really good fights next week. 
headlined by Curtis Blaze and Alexander Volkov. And what's the hashtag for this one? Uh, probably UFC on Vegas 3. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with them, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm different. I don't know about this one because um, people obviously feel good about Blades, but I also like I also like Volkov. So I can see the Blades first round TKO coming. No, I did that. Someone reckoned Blades would beat DC, and I'm just like, what are you? Are you serious? Yeah, that's a ludicrous remark. So no, not into that one. But it is a good. And we've got Burgos and Emmett and Miller and Roberts and you know it's good it's definitely a lot better they probably I mean you get people like Dana White was talking about you know we all love to watch fights I mean it doesn't you know it's not a shit card it's fights yeah you know so you should be watching them all and, <laughs> you, you know, would maybe, say that though <laughs> yeah but uh, you know it's kind of it's an excuse to put on a poor product though really it's like, you know, you should just be glad there's fights. Yeah, to an extent, that is <laughs> yeah. true. Take what you're given but, you know. and be thankful for it. Yeah. So, but, um, keeping with front page podcast tradition, uh, yes. Lyman Good fighting Bill Muhammad, who, Lyman Good, I saw him at uh, UFC 244. <laughs> uh, what, what did you go? I did actually go, I was there. And I oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, you were there. Hmm. Yeah. Where was that? New York, Madison Square Garden. I don't, I don't remember it. Diaz Masvidal. Yeah. Um, yeah, decent, decent. decent you were there, were you? I was actually there. Yeah. Hmm. You, should <laughs> me, you should remind me more often. I think I might need to. Uh, but he did actually look really, look really good. I remember he got, uh, he was like the first finish of the night. It was it was only like the second fight of the night, but <laughs> it was the first finish. He beat uh, that chance re-encounter. He definitely has power. He's fighting Bilal Muhammad, um, who yeah, a lot of folk are quite high on. I don't know about Bilal. I'll be, he's, he's, he seems like a good guy, but he's a bit hit and miss for me. No, yeah. I can't decide whether I think he's you know, very good or not, so I would probably think it's a good chance for good. I mean, he's coming up, he's, he's on a two-fight win streak at the moment. He, he beat Curtis Melander, who's a definitely a top a top fighter, and then his last loss is Jeff Neal, so there's yeah. not really much shame in losing to Jeff Neal at the moment. No, Jeff Neal, is, it's, it's a shame we haven't seen him again more recently, because... He's, uh, he's something else, and I like him a lot. So has he fought since, uh, has Jeff Neal fought since, what's his face, uh, Nico Price? It was Price, wasn't it? I think that yeah. was the last one. Did they, did they fight? I've got a weird memory of him fighting uh, Lucky. Did that happen? No? Or am I making that up? I know you're making it sound like we don't know shit. It's <laughs> 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 in my head, I'm like, did the fight been sent to Lucky? I don't know. No, he didn't. He fought, um, he fought uh, Perry. Oh, right, okay, okay. I don't, I don't know yeah, where he got that he, It was 2.45. Yeah. He beat Mike Perry. Yeah, Yeah, that's a bit Which of a mismatch, to be honest. Which is always good to see Mike Perry get knocked out. Actually, I used to be a really big fan of his when he first came on. See when he knocked out um, Ellenberger with that big like elbow, that big step in elbow yeah. that he did. That was amazing, but he's been a big, bit of a dickhead since then. <laughs> Would I still love to yeah. have him on the podcast and interview him? Definitely, but it's a bit of a dickhead. <laughs> of course, people would listen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember Bilal's always been pretty good and I've liked watching him. I think, um, I mean, he took Jeff Neal to the decision, so, you know. Yeah. He's yeah. fine. I think he's he's got a lot of wins in the UFC. He's been here for quite a long time, though. He has. He hasn't really moved up so much, but. 
he's uh, he's doing all right. I like him, and he's he's a good guy. So we've got uh, Jim Miller and Roberts. I'm quite interested in that fight. Obviously, Roberts beat um, the the Native American uh, Brock Weaver. Brock Weaver. There we go. Just yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I'm I'm just losing. I'm I'm forgetting everything tonight. Uh, so many of the so many of the fighters are having a really quick turnaround and getting back on. I like just, it though. I really like it. Yeah, it's good. Some of them are putting themselves at a disadvantage, so I think I mean they have to take the fight because it's you know it's worth it for them. But they're going in like a higher weight like weight class like Kelleher came back, went up to one forty five for one fight and you know he ends up losing. Starts Hunter Azar. Um, yeah, they have two fights. Sorry? He's, he starts the um, Hunter Azar. Um, yeah, yeah. And then who's he fought there? Um Stamen, Cody Stamen. No, that one. Yeah. That was a really good performance from Stamen to be fair. Yeah. Well, I'm a big fan of Kelleher to be honest. Mm-hmm. Hope he kinda yeah. gets back on back on track next time. But uh, yeah, so Roberts I'm glad he I'm, I'm glad he beat uh, Weaver to be fair. Um Yeah, of course, yeah. I also really like Jim Miller, so I'm kinda have got a bit of a toss up here. I love watching Jim Miller fight. So. Yeah, there's lots of good lots of good people on this card. Lots of entertaining people. You've got Craig Gieders on there. And you know, Frank Camacho's on there. Got um Roxanne. Roxanne is always good for some entertainment. Yeah, she's a bit of a Whether that's favorite. sort of in the cage or outside of it. Um, but she's it's a Lauren Murphy has done a quick turnaround and, and the same with Courtney Casey as well. She fought very recently as well, didn't she? Can you offer like any insight into as to why Lauren Murphy was like did you catch that um there was like a poll of who should like lead a fighters union and Lauren Murphy was like one of the top names there? <laughs> it kind of caught me off guard. There was like, there was like obviously the 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 like obvious names like McGregor and like Cerrone and stuff, but Lauren Murphy was up there as well. I was like, that's a weird one. I don't really know. I don't know what she does outside. Maybe she's got some sort of um, maybe, maybe she stuff. does some work outside in that kind of just really um, quite curious. Area. Yeah, strange. Yeah. But, um, so, anyone else on this card worth talking about? <laughs> no disrespect intended. <laughs> well, there's Emmett against Burgos. That, yeah, I like that one. In fact, funny you should say Shane Burgos, he fought in 244 as well. Oh, did he? Yeah, actually. <laughs> actually did you go? I was there. I don't know why you caught me, you talk about it so much. Oh, I, in fact, I saw Shane Burgos the night before, like, me and my girlfriend, I was I, like forced her to, like, hover around the fight hotel for, like, ages, and then we just caught him, like, entering after the weigh-ins, but... He looked like he was kind of dying, so I didn't want to go over and talk to him or anything. I thought he just like punched me in the face. Oh, you should have done like that. Like, did you see on Twitter that guy who videoed Aljamain Sterling on the swimming pool? Yeah. It's like just go and say hello. <laughs> if only you should talk about Aljamain Sterling. I actually did go and say hello to him and have a picture with him. Oh, did you? Yeah. Where was that? New York. New York. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what, what a time that was! What a time. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Burgos, Josh Emmett, it's a really good fight actually, it's a co main. Um, yeah, that'll be a, a barnstormer, I hope. That's a bit of a. Oh, Emmett will probably well. get beaten to death for five for three rounds and then at the last second he'll knock him out. Yeah, he's done cock a massively overhand rate. Yeah. But it's Emmett's nice to bit, see though. Yeah, Emmett's quite 50 50, I don't know, and like, he's a strange one to kind of predict. I mean, I don't know if I'm putting. I don't know if I'm putting. Um, I think there was some controversy after he did that when he was beaten for the whole fight. I can't remember who he knocked out, but he knocked him out at the last second. 
Um, and then he was complaining, I think, that he didn't get performance of the night. <laughs> I was like, well, you've just been battered the whole time. I don't... True. You know, but, yeah. But, I, I mean, it's it... not about that. I mean, you can't always oh, yeah. I win know... every second of every round. And in the end, he won the fight, but... It was that Michael Johnson fight. Mm. When Johnson looked really good and then just got laid out in his back. <laughs> like, yeah. Like 30 seconds later. <laughs> he's got a weird body in it or something. Yeah, it's quite... I was going to say stocky, but would you, would you even say stocky? It's just, it's just weird. Really, yeah. It's just a funny shape. You know, I mean, he's in shape. I don't mean to diss him. <laughs> it's good to see him fight body. anyway. Definitely. You know, if, he brings it, if he brings it, then the fight's going to be really good. So... so without dwelling too much longer on this card uh, we'll kind of run over in the last like five minutes or so gloss over some of the stories that have been happening so obviously one of the main talking points is like fight of pay at the moment how, yeah. how do you feel about like the like Masvidal Jones McGregor supposedly retiring stepping away what, what do you, what's your take on it all I kind of think if McGregor is still worried about pay then sod him anyway <laughs> yeah um, because he, you know, he's, it's he's set. He doesn't need any more money, obviously. He did I mean, say he didn't nothing excites him at the moment. That's why he stepped away. Like, but yeah, oh, I mean, if like... we're connecting it to the fighter pay issue, then you know maybe it's not that way. But yeah, you know, if nothing excites him, excites him. And I mean, we've entertained the idea that he's actually coming back and he's fought against Cowboy. And you know, is that it? Is that all we're going to see? Because apparently he wanted this could be a rematch, but he's obviously not getting it. I mean, it seems like there's so many interesting fights for him. as like Gaethje, Ferguson even, possibly. Khabib rematch is always there. Diaz, yeah. Masvidal. Usman even That's got spoken about. He's obviously like, just yeah. talking crap. Exactly. I mean, I don't, um, you know, whether if, he, if he's gone or not, I don't care anymore because I've had enough. Um, but people like Bones are kind of, you know, he's been a champion on and off for a long time. And, you know, he should be he's a dickhead and he does stupid things but in sporting terms alone you know he's a big star for the UFC and he, and, you know, he should earn a fair amount of money for doing so Masvidal I'm not convinced about because you know he's never nah. tore up the UFC in terms of ability or ch- title challenges and even now his two fights spin is uh, you know Taylor's obviously a very good fighter but in my opinion Masvidal was losing the fight until then yeah, and then, um, against Nate Diaz, who's had his best days maybe fifteen years ago. You know that yeah. was an exaggeration, obviously. Have you intentionally forgotten the Askren knockout? Um, I might have, you know. I think I've probably uh, cleaned that from my memory. <laughs> but because I am a massive Ben Askren fan, yeah. Um, but again, Didn't know I'm not saying it's, a, it's not a fluke because mm. it was planned. Um, but. You know, it wasn't a massive performance or anything. You know, he, you know, it was a good game plan, worked out well for him. Askren was a bit stupid, and then yeah. that's the end of the fight. I mean, Nate Diaz is without doubt the most impressive of his three wins. It was just amazing. He beat him from like pillar to post for the whole three rounds that the fight was on. I was, I was at that yeah. as well actually. I was actually at that one. Well, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. But, <laughs> but I do, um, you know, I, I do. It was a good performance, but it was a good performance against. A fighter who's no longer at the top level. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't. I don't think he should even be in a title conversation. To be honest, like. No, I don't Kobe, understand why he thinks he's worth yeah. all that money. Give him, give him Kobe, give him Edwards, like. Yeah. One of these but, guys. Uh, you know, Edwards is legitimately in the conversation for the for a title shot. 
Yeah, he sort of delayed our day, didn't he? Yeah, and he probably he would have had it, wouldn't he, if it wasn't for the current situation. Yeah, apparently he was offered it. Edwards did um, say he was offered it, but wasn't able to yeah. accept it due to yeah. reasons. Well, yeah, it's obvious that he can't, you know, do a full camp or he can't um, get out of the country very easily, all that kind of thing at the moment. Yeah. So it's fine, you know. He's, he'll he'll get it next time. He's probably next in line. Definitely. Uh, um, oh, yeah, so I said, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I think I can see the UFC like getting his buns out of the way and then try try going back to sort of Masvidal talks. So. Yeah, he's probably left in limbo. But you, you, I mean, I don't know about this thing, this stuff, but how legally it works with, you know, Masvidal's got a seven fight contract, but he's yeah. already not happy with it. I know, I'm not, I'm not. So I don't either. really understand how it's, how it's supposed to go, or how much he's expecting when you sign a contract. You kind of signed a contract, haven't you? So I don't really understand yeah. what was promised to him or. I confuses me. So the... I kind of think Bones has got a better case. Definitely. That I mean, Masvidal has. So. With the Masvidal thing, like he signed that contract like f- before, like the biggest fight of his whole like life. Uh, yeah, I mean he should be MSG. absolutely unbelievably grateful yeah. about where he is right now because he's not a top level fighter. You'd think you'd have to assume that he was paid like really handsomely for the Diaz fight, so. Yeah, he's, well, he's they offered him that money again at the last second, admittedly, but they did end up offering him that money again, and before he turned it down. And obviously it, Burns will just take anything for any money, it seems. I remember, so. um, like, before the DS fight, Masvidal had said, like, when people see the numbers, people's minds are going to blow. Like, that was more or less the quote. Um, yeah, he was like, this is, I'm, I mean, no one's ever been paid this much for UFC before, <laughs> yeah. almost. He's it it crazy. Now he's moaning about it, not happy to take it, so. Yeah, I think the kind of the fame and stardom maybe got in his head a little bit. Yeah, or also he was he, maybe he was telling lies about what he was going to get last time, or he misunderstood how much he was going to get, or whatever. I don't know. Which is also a possibility. But um, I understand you need to run, but quickly before you go, um, on the Jones thing, apparently he's asking for the Wilder money, Deontay Wilder money, according to Dana White, which is going to be like between 25 and $30 million. Um, how do you feel about Bones demanding that? I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> I think that's, I mean, you, you did have John Jones saying I didn't even say a number, so who yeah. knows who's been honest here? But I mean, if if he said that much money, then he's unrealistic for a start. Yeah, he, he I definitely... mean, top rank, top rank, and Matchroom and all of the others that put together those fights in Showtime, and I mean, they have infinitely more money than UFC does, or at least you know, the amount that they can pay their fighters anyway. But even then, I just don't know. I just don't. I don't think Wilder should be getting that much money. Never mind. Well, it's always but, been the kind of boxing model that the, the top end fighters get paid a lot, while the bottom fighters earn significantly less. Like yeah. UFC sort of try and sp- spread costs a bit more evenly, but it makes the top end fighters look like they earn pretty. Yeah. Well, I don't little. know because I think the bottom end fighters in the UFC get paid far too little. For yeah. What they do. Yes, definitely still that is the case, but. Um, I don't think there's enough credit given for the fact that they have to train all the time. Definitely. to be at a level where they can fight in the UFC and they should be getting paid for that time as well and you know that's why one of the arguments when people were talking about whether women and men should be paid the same in tennis because in the Grand Slams because men play five sets and women only play three so they end up playing sometimes twice as much as the female champion does hmm. but they they train 24-7 well, they, don't. they train like a normal working week yeah Equally, you know, the women and the men train just as hard as each other for the whole year. 
Um, so, I mean, when you take it into consideration, they should not be only picking up $10,000 So for basically half a year of their life as a pro. Definitely. But uh, to kind of cap off the, the topic, you reckon that Jones is the biggest case to make than Masvidal and Connor, basically? Well, I think so. If Connor's moaning about money, He's not. As far as I know, he's not. I don't. Know. I don't think he is actually. I don't know why I grouped him in. But uh... <laughs> so if, if he's yeah. if he's moaning about money, then I don't really think. I don't he think can, he is because he's got to work his way up again. I think he's you know he's not. He is a big star. Brings in a lot of interest, and you know, maybe he should be getting paid more than he does for the UFC. But I don't know how much he gets paid. Um, but you know Jones. I think if he is unhappy with what he's getting, and if he is still getting half a million, he should be getting more probably. Well, I think I think it comes had... down more to I suppose the amount of revenue that the UFC make and then spend on fighter pay. So I think I saw something like the NFL teams altogether spend something like forty percent of their revenue on pay for the players, but the UFC do something like twelve or eighteen percent. I can't remember exactly. Well, Jones so. said that he gets like five million a fight, and I think if he was to move up and fight in Ghana at heavyweight, he does need to be compensated for the risk that he's taking. Um, but within reason, obviously. So I mean, he's getting five million per fight. Yeah. Oh, well, you can shut up then. No, but do you not think like obviously if that's what it's a lot of money, but if that's what he's used to, he's taking a significantly greater risk. Like if he earned that to fight Riaz, for example, he would naturally want a bit more to fight someone like Ngannou. Yeah, that's true, but from. he's been so busy recently. It's kind of difficult to sympathise with someone who's getting paid fifteen million for three fights in a year. Yeah, I mean that is true. Um, so, but then at the same time, I mean, the amount shouldn't really matter, I guess. If he's he's the biggest draw, and it's a super fight, if you want to call it that, I don't like the term, but I think it is a higher risk. But you know, it's not like he'll lose his title to Ngannou because he's not going to make two or five, is he? Oh no, oh no. So, <laughs> so you know, it's kind of you might lose, but it's a legacy thing. I don't think he's going to die because he gets knocked out by Ngannou. He might. No one else that <laughs> Ngannou is knocked out has. Yeah. <laughs> they won't. They won't. Nah, nah. But, uh, anyway, we're going to wrap it up there. I can't wait to put this all together and hear the, the debut of the, the theme song. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to the theme song. Yeah, but, uh, so... And also, we had, a, we had a cameo from Corley, the Unreliable, as well. Yeah. He had to depart due to technical difficulties, but I'm sure he sends his best regards. Um, yeah. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Make sure you watch all the YouTube videos that's going to be coming up and have been up for a while. Uh, I'm going to try and be more active on there, bring back the podcast. So it's all systems go for front page MMA at the moment. Um, yeah, fingers crossed we'll uh, put out loads of good stuff and interesting arguments and debates and stuff. And we didn't get to argue about um, the champion and the challenger, who's got the more... Ah, yeah, yeah, impetus yeah. of whether they should be taking the belt or if they should be beating the challenges. So I mean, not not every time we record has to be a podcast. We can we can jump on and have like fifteen minute debate so for the week if if need be. Yeah. So maybe we'll save that for a future time and because I'll win that one anyway. But... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just people gonna... seem to be backing me over you anyway on that one. Mine has more likes. Mine has more likes. That's all I'm saying. I don't but, know about that. I mean, I mean, my my original post is like two hundred on it. The, the what does? The original post I made about uh, blaming Izzy for that fight. It's oh, that doesn't count. Does it not? No. That's the conversation starter. Well, that doesn't count because we, <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't count. 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's that's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, we'll we'll debate another day. Yeah, yeah, right. So, thanks everyone for listening, Matt. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on again. Uh, yeah. Yes. Catch us all later. Bye bye.